What's up, Internet? My name's David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. We get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. That is right. Welcome back to a Wednesday edition of the Nightly Morning Show here at twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly. If you're catching this on the YouTube or on our podcast feed, just wanted to give you a little heads up. You can catch this show live at twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. We do the nerd news and tell you all about what's going on in the world of entertainment mm-hmm. and in the world of us. How are you doing, Clarus? Um, you know, I'm good. I'm good. I think if you're, you know, if you're watching this later, first of all, thank you. But second of all, you're missing out on a, like, pre-show and an after-show. So, like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, come hang out with us. Yeah, we talked about stuff on the pre-show today. Yeah. yeah. Fun stuff. How are you doing? I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I'm all right. Um, I haven't beat Hades yet. And You've it's weighing it on like me. played it, like, twice. I've played it, like, I know, I've definitely played it more than twice. So you've played like I've three days. I've gotten to Hades twice. Yeah. But you played like three days. No more than that. I've okay. been sneaking it in here and there. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm just, I'm a little obsessed and this game is very good. It's a very good game. It's so good. I'm streaming today and I'm like trying to decide what I want to do because I really want to play Skyrim, but I also really want to play Hades. You could do like, you could do a little bit of both. I might do both. Do some Skyrim and then end with a couple Hades runs. Yeah, maybe. That sounds like fun. The problem for me now is when I was earlier in the game, when I I hadn't made it as far, Mm -hmm. my runs were, I was like, okay, I've got like 20 minutes. I can do a run. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, Now my runs are like an hour and 20 minutes because I I can pretty consistently get through Elysium to Theseus and the Minotaur. Um, And I've beaten Theseus and the Minotaur with two different weapons. So like, we're rocking it. I cannot believe how much I enjoy this game. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Yeah. I I love it. Yeah. I, I love it. Like, yesterday, I was like, God damn, all I want to do is play Hades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's so good. And I've only gotten to the first... I've only beaten the first boss. I've only beaten Meg. That's, that's yeah. all I've done so far. But, like, I just want to keep playing. Well, and the thing is, like, I'm. it's fun, right? Because I know, I know that you... I know, uh, maybe this is a bit of a spoiler for the game, but not really. Like, I know that once you beat Hades, you ki- you keep you keep doing it even after that. Like, the, the story keeps going. Mm-hmm. And what's really fascinating is that the thing that makes me want to keep doing the runs isn't, like, getting further. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be. And I want to get further. I want to beat Hades, like, all that stuff. But what's really keeping mm-hmm. me going is um, I, I want to get to the next interactions with all the characters. Yeah, the story of it is really, really brilliant. Yeah, like the like watching the like blooming like friendship between Megara and Dusa is so funny to me, and the 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 all the little differences after every run as these characters' relationships seem to get more fledged out, not just to your characters Agrius, but to each other yeah. because of what you're doing in Hades is such a fascinating storytelling device, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just really loving it. Like I had a I I've had a really good time. Yeah with the characters and with the storytelling and mm-hmm. I, I don't know I'm 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 just very I'm impressed really it's yeah. such a good game and I think it's really smart having different weapons as well yeah and you, how different they are yeah and yeah cuz cuz they are and I think that that like keeps you kind of uh, uh coming back in a sense that like 
okay, I know that I can do this. Let's try it with a different weapon because it definitely, they feel different. They feel mm-hmm. very different. Oh, which is, is my God, cool, yeah. You know? And, you know, I people are kept telling me, like, David, the bow's the hardest. The bow is the hardest thing to use. And then last night, my second Hades run that I got all the way to the final boss was with the bow. And I made it further in that boss fight than I did with the spear, which people are like, that's the easiest. So um, it's just yeah. interesting to me. Um, I think that how you how you play with each I, I'm gonna put out a full review of the game next week once mm-hmm. I do finish it but it's, it's so good when people are saying you know Spear was great and Spear was the easiest and I, I was using that for a few minutes and then I unlocked the shield and I give the shield a try and I was like oh I get like this one clicks mm-hmm. I like yeah. it and so it kind of just depends on you and your play style I think which is smart of them Hades are you sponsoring this episode of the nightly morning show you uh-huh. could you could for a very, very low price. For a very Just low give it price. to us on the Switch. You have no idea how low because we did it for free. Yeah. Um, y'all, it's time to get into some news. Das News. Das News. Uh, y'all, the main story today is very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're, I don't even know, I don't know where you're going to be in this one because it's about Rocky. The franchise Rocky. 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 Yeah, I've yeah. seen it. You've seen Rocky? I have because my friend was in Rocky the Musical. So I watched the movie before I went and saw the musical. So I've seen both. I mean, I'll take it. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen any of the other Rockies? No. Adrian. Just the one. Just the one. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Rocky has four sequels. Five sequels. I think five. There's six? Yeah, there's six Rockies. Because um, there's Rocky 1, 2, 3, and 4, and then there's Rocky Balboa, I think, is the next one, and then just Rocky, I think is the order of them. Well, and then really there's Creed, that cash cow. Creed 1, which is the seventh Rocky movie, and Creed 2, which is the eighth Rocky movie. Jesus. <laughs> but we're now going to be getting Creed 3 at some point. Uh, the Creed franchise is the sort of sequel franchise to Rocky about Apollo Creed from the original series Sun. Uh, his son is played by Michael B. Jordan, who, of course, is incredibly famous and attractive. I believe he this year is um, People's Sexiest Man Alive. Um, so good for him. His life is very hard. Um, but it's about to get so much harder because he's actually going to be directing the third Creed movie mm-hmm. in what will be his directing debut. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I definitely thought when you told me this yesterday that you were talking about the basketball player. And I was very confused. <laughs> I was like... For once, I wasn't going to throw you under the bus and say that on the show. But yeah, I went up to Clara's last night and I was like, Hey, um, Michael B. Jordan's going to be directing Creed 3. It's crazy, right? And she was like... And I just kind of like... Has he ever stared. directed a movie before? Like, what? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, he's the, the star of the, uh, the Creed franchise. What are you talking about? And she's like, oh, I thought you meant the basketball player. Yeah. Yeah, I was... You know, I was, I was a little behind on the times, but it's fine. I'm caught up now. Uh, I mean... Yeah. That's a quick plug for Catching Up Claris. Catching Up Claris, yeah. Which comes out today. Comes out today, today. yeah. Our new yeah. podcast, Catching Up Clarus. Uh, the first episode is all about Avatar The Last Airbender, so uh, that'll be up on our podcast feed. Check our socials later today to see that. Well, um, that's that's why I thought, because I, I knew Michael Jordan had like been in a movie, like... So I was like, oh, well, I guess he's, I know. like, into the, the, the film scene now. I just, like, I just, like, Michael B. Jordan is, like, Killmonger in Black Panther. He's the Human Torch in Fant Four Stick. Never seen it. The Fantastic Four reboot. Um, he's, he's just a very, he's a very attractive, famous person. Oh, he's And I just attractive. find it, I love, I love when we find people 
that you are like, I have no idea who that is. Well, here's the thing. Like, I'm much better with, like, faces. So if you showed mm-hmm. me a picture... Oh, yeah, yeah. Then I would I wouldn't recognize Oh, him. yeah. If I, if I just had a picture of his abs, he'd be like, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, I know that one. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah that's, nailed that's it. the one. Um, Miss Guy Gamers Live is asking what I called fan... I, it's, I called it... So, <laughs> um, when they made the reboot of Fantastic Four that Josh Trank directed, um, they made the A in Fantastic a four. Oh, right. And so, in order to differentiate it from the original Fantastic Four movies from the 2000s, I call it Fantastic. Well, I hope that everyone else starts using that as well, because that is great. Oh, no, that's... I did not come up with that. That is, like, an internet... That, that goes oh. back to the movie coming out. It People just started to call it Fantastic. Um, because wow. it was a mess, unfortunately. And the movie's mm-hmm. bad. Um... Whose fault is it? Who knows? It's either Josh Tranks or the studios, depending on who you believe. Right. Um, but yeah, ha- <laughs> we have. this has been the most disjointed conversation about Michael B. Jordan is directing Creed 3. Sorry, you're right. You're right. Do you think that people's first directing um, should make their directing debut on a movie this big? I mean, for me, it doesn't really seem that big of a movie because I've never seen any Creed movie, but... I'm not saying big as far as... (laughs) For me, I'm like, oh, that sounds like a fun project. (laughs) Well, okay, what's the budget? Do we know? (laughs) So much. I'm so upset right now. I'm sorry. I need to stop bringing up anything that you, that I don't know whether or not you've seen or not, because it brings me so much joy that you haven't, but then I just get distracted. (laughs) Um, I'm, well, okay, here's the thing. So he's, he's obviously been in the industry for a while and probably, Yeah, I would say so. He's one of the biggest stars in the world. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's my point. Like he probably, he he probably, he's probably been in the industry for a while. (laughs) Well, I don't know if he was, like, a child actor, but, like, he's, you know, he's, he he's been around the block. He was, um, he was in The Wire, right? Wasn't that uh, his start? Maybe. Back in the day? I don't know. The budget for Creed 2 was $50 million. Thank you, Dark Dispatch. So we're talking, like, a $50 million movie. No, I think that's great. The yeah. first-time director? I mean, like... Oh, gosh, that makes me nervous. That's the only part that makes me nervous. It's not the, like, um... I, I'm, I'm not actually worried about the movie being good. I think it will be. I, I trust him. I feel like Ryan Coogler will be, like, a phone call away to help. You know, yeah, Ryan Coogler well, directed Creed 1 and Creed 2, as well as Black Panther. The, the reason um, I'm not worried is because I feel like he's gonna, he, like, he probably has has and has had mentors for yeah. kind of thing. You know, he's not just like, I'm gonna direct a movie. And, like... I just, like, I don't know. Sometimes when I hear people are like, I'm gonna direct... I'm going to go straight to, like, a big blockbuster film. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, may- maybe, like, maybe direct uh, uh, anything else first. Like, like a, like, indie yeah. film or something. Um, Because we see it happen. Like, um, you know, Brian Singer. Everyone was so excited for Brian Singer to direct um, Dark Phoenix because he'd been working on the X-Men movies since X-Men 1, right? And you're like, oh, well, yeah. no one knows the X-Men movies better than him. He'll do great as his directorial debut. And it didn't work out, and it was just yeah. like he wasn't experienced enough at that job. Mm-hmm. And sure, he's written a lot of them, but that doesn't mean that like you can put him behind a camera and, you know, that, that doesn't mean that he has that other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes I feel like, and, and none of this is a dig on Michael B. Jordan. He's so talented, and I'm yeah. very excited to see the movie. I just, um, sometimes I think that directors should 
if you want to if you want to go from a different job in acting in acting or writing or whatever to directing direct something smaller first where all you have to focus on is directing the actors and directing the scenes mm-hmm. and then and not like show running well and or or in specifically in this case it's going to be directing these giant fight sequences yeah you know what i mean you're adding in this like other um yeah you're adding in this other um, element mm-hmm. of like what your the directing job is, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I just I feel like it would be hard. Yeah, no, to be pulled in those different directions. That's fair. That's fair. Like, yeah, maybe start with like an episode of like a TV show or like an indie film, or just like an indie film where it's just acting, where all you're directing is like put the camera here, get a good uh, job out of the actors, and then you know. Yeah. But I don't know, uh, and honestly, like the. Here's, here's my thought, and I don't know this for certain because I've never been on, like, a big film set like this, mm-hmm. but I feel like different direct- different directors take on different amounts of responsibility because there are so many people on set. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, and this is just, like, pure speculation, mm-hmm. but I feel like there are certain directors where they, um, uh they have a very clear vision for what they want and they kind of oversee everything. Whereas Yeah. Whereas there's probably other directors who um, like to delegate specific jobs to people and kind of trust them to take care of it. Yeah, and you know what, there's there's probably there's probably an element of that that'll be good for this. Yeah. Um uh Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Dr. Scott is bringing up, um, he's acting in it as well. That's the other thing. He's not just directing this movie. See, that sucks. He's directing it and starring in it. Um, yeah. And uh, to be fair, we don't actually know this from 100%. I should have said this at the beginning of the story because we're not 100% sure that this is happening. The only person who has said this publicly is Tessa Thompson, the other star of the film. She plays Bianca, um, Adonis Creed's wife in the series. Oh, okay. uh, and she has said that he's going to be directing the movie mm-hmm. uh, and that she's um, going to tell him to be less sexy on set. Um, uh, a, a jab at him for winning People's Sexiest Man Alive award this year. <gasps> Could you just be a little less sexy? Yeah, Thanks. yeah. To- I believe she said she's going to tell him to tone down the sexiness. Um, but she's not too worried because there's a good chance they won't shoot this until the end of next year. Yeah. At which point he may not be the sexiest man alive anymore. So, you know, it's... Uh, I mean, it's a yearly thing. I'm sure, sure. I mean, to some people, he is the sexiest man alive. So, that I think that's what matters. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I <laughs> I'm excited for this film. I've enjoyed both of the Creed movies. Mm-hmm. Um. I think that Adonis Creed is a really interesting character. I think that as far as the Rocky franchise, this uh, Creed was the best thing that could have happened to this franchise. And I'm excited to see what they do next with it. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I, you know, I, I, I want nothing more than for Michael B. Jordan to direct the most incredible, like, directorial debut of all time, mm-hmm. you know? Because um, I do love him, and I think that, if anything, he'll, you know, he seems to have an intensity about him that he brings to his work. Yeah. And when you're talking about a boxing movie, like, bringing that intensity sounds great to me. So, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Mm-hmm. Do I have to watch all of the Rocky movies and then all of the Creed movies to be able to see this movie? You don't have to watch all the Rocky movies. You do have to watch Rocky 2. Okay. And Rocky 4... Wait, which one is it? Rocky 2 and Rocky 3. And you should watch Rocky 4. Okay. 
Yeah. Sounds like a lot of Rocky fun. 2 and 3 you do have to watch, though. No, no, Rocky 3 is Mr. T, right? It's just Rocky 2. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought... Here, here was my thing. I, I was under the impression that the Rocky movies went downhill after the first one. Um, no, Rocky 2 is really good. Okay. Rocky 2 is really good. Um, Rocky 4 is really good. It's the dumbest of them all, but it's also maybe the best one. Um, Rocky basically ends the Cold War with Russia by fighting, um, a Russian, a Russian giant. It's really great. Ro Rocky IV is like America versus Russia, the boxing match. And it's, it's, it's kind of incredible. It's a really funny, like, it's a solid film. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's big, dumb fun. It, it's like, um, Rocky IV is literally like the, 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 I don't even... Rocky IV is the muscle oil America movie of all time. It, it's the most, like... The muscle oil. Okay. If he dies, he dies. Yeah, it's, um, it's pretty great. Um, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm really into, uh, Don, yeah, Don Lundgren in Russia. It's, it's, it's a lot. Okay. But no, you do have to see four, right? You have to watch four in order to get Creed. So you have to watch Rockies one through four, Creed one and two. You don't have to watch the Rockies after Rocky four, which is I think Rocky Balboa and then just Rocky. I think those are, I can't remember what they're called, but they're like old Rocky movie. Yeah, it's, it's a very complicated franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this like, this is hurting my brain. <laughs> they're, they're, they are good movies though. Yeah, I mean, okay, all right. I just, I guess I just, like, assumed, I don't know, I guess I, I, I just assumed that, like, the first one is good and then, like, the other ones are not, but that, Oh, no, Rocky IV is, am Rocky IV is amazing. Okay. Yeah, Rocky Three is also great. Like, they're all good. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. All right. All right, let's move on to our next story, which is a, which is kind of a crazy one. Um, if I can find it. Disney Plus crushed HBO Max in app downloads over Christmas as Soul battled Wonder Woman 1984. This is uh, per comicbookmovie.com, um, but we're looking at um, the uh, Wonder Woman 1984's HBO Max debut was definitely beneficial for the streaming service, uh, as the, uh, oh, Bloomberg actually reported the numbers. Um, the DC Codex, uh, 554,000 users signed up from Friday to Sunday, with a record 244,000 downloads on Sunday itself. Um, there's a lot of ways to get HBO Max, uh, so who knows um, whether or not these people actually paid for it, or they started an HBO Max account that came free with another service that they were a part of. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm just uh, we're, we're, we don't have those numbers specifically, um, but despite the fact that uh, 554,000 over the weekend for HBO Max is great, mm -hmm. uh, one woman clearly brought some people into the thing. Disney Plus had 2.3 million global downloads over the same period. Now, to be fair, HBO Max is only in the United States, and Disney Plus is more global. Yeah. Uh, and so those are global numbers. But it does look like 2.3 million people downloaded Disney Plus over the weekend, which is in addition to the number they already have. Um, the Disney Plus subscriber count now sits uh, at 87 million, uh, with the HBO Max number sitting in the 12 to 13 million area. And I, I, I have to, I have to agree, or I have to say, I'm not surprised, given the 
um, way the Wonder Woman reviews turned, that the, the numbers weren't more comparable. Yeah. Well, and also, like, okay... When you when I first heard this, um, like when I, when I first heard it, I was like, really, more people were interested to sign up to see Soul than they were for Wonder Woman. But that's really not what this is about at all. Like you said, yeah, that's HBO true, yeah. Max is only in one country. Mm-hmm. Like like whereas Disney Plus is global. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, you're right. Like the reviews for Soul have been very positive. Ninety seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Very positive. Yeah. And for Wonder Woman have been. Fairly negative? Not at first, but more no. negative as it's gone on, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. more people are watching it and more people are like, oh wait, this is bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. See our full review on uh, the YouTube. Yeah, if, you, if you've seen the movie, go watch our spoiler review if you want 35 minutes of us pulling our hair out. Um, yeah. I also think that an interesting thing about this is the... So, so when you look at the timing of this, it is Christmas... And you have to, we have to wonder how many of these people were like, oh, I'm, I'm going to sign myself up for Disney Plus mm-hmm. to watch Soul versus how many people got a Disney Plus subscription for Christmas. Because I think that a large number of these, right. uh, of it, maybe, and here's the thing, I feel like HBO Max is less of a gift in my mind than Disney Plus is. I feel like people would more <laughs> likely, well, no, but HBO Max is $15 a month. Mm-hmm. 12 months of HBO Max, if you were to buy someone a year of a streaming service for Christmas, mm-hmm. it, it's twice the price for HBO Max. Yeah. Whereas, like, I could see a lot of people being like, yeah, I will buy you a $70 streaming service, a year of a year of Disney Plus for 70 bucks, mm-hmm. Merry Christmas, as opposed to a year of HBO Max for a hundred and, you know, Forty. $180. What is it? Okay. Um, wow. So, I, I just, I don't know... I feel like as far as some of those numbers, you'd be looking at gifts, you're looking at um, families are really likely to sign up for a Disney Plus over the holidays. Totally, because they're at home and wanting to watch movies. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I, I think that my, I'm pretty sure my sister signed up for Disney Plus so that she had unlimited access to Frozen 2, because it's the only movie that my niece and nephew will watch. You know what I mean? Like, that's just like a family thing when you have kids um, that happens. So I, I'm not surprised to see Disney Plus take the lead here. I am surprised. I was expecting HBO Max to do more downloads than this. Mm-hmm. Um, and when HBO Max talks about, you know, half of their streaming service saw Wonder Woman. So we're looking at six to seven million people, which mm-hmm. isn't bad. Um, plus the 16 million they pulled in from theaters uh, domestically. Uh, it looks like um, a... a, 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 a a significant amount of people saw the movie. Yeah. Because um, that's 6 million accounts, not 6 million people. Mm-hmm. So a, a good number of people saw the movie. Um, it is kind of unfortunate, though, that, you know, Warner Brothers won't be seeing a profit or return on that money just because of the way that it came in. 60 yeah. million domestic is not enough for Wonder Woman to make money. Um, and so Warner Brothers is definitely, you know, I don't think 544,000 downloads is enough to justify the expense of Wonder Woman. I also don't think the 16 million they got domestically is enough to justify that expense. And they're not pulling in enough internationally. So Wonder Woman, it looks like, is definitely going to be a loss financially for Warner. Yeah. Um, they're touting those 544,000 downloads as a huge victory. And maybe those will be long-term. They're really going to have to wait and see how many people of those keep those subscriptions um, month to month. Yeah. But, you know, we're going to have to wait and see. Yeah. Um, D- Dark Dispatch in the chat is saying, I know someone who got... HBO Max on the weekend hated the Roku app experience so much they deleted uh, their they canceled on Monday. 
I've heard I've heard that some of the HBO Max apps like on, the interface yeah. is not great. Because HBO Max doesn't fully control their interface on everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it, it that that happens a lot. Um, I've had I've definitely had that where some smart TVs like the Netflix app on certain smart TVs is terrible. Yeah. Uh, we have a Roku TV though, and the Netflix app on the Roku TV is great. Oh yeah, Netflix did a great job with that. Yeah, yeah, it's good. But we can't get HBO Max, so we can't test it on our Roku. But like we we have a Samsung smart TV in this room, um, and this one, I don't like the Netflix interface on this TV, but mm-hmm. I like it on the Roku TV. Yeah, it's weird how it's like different yeah. across different. Yeah. Yeah, it's so weird that that's that's how that works. But yeah, it has to be integrated for each specific system. So. Well, and HBO Max is the newest one, so like there's they they definitely still have some tinkering to do. I'm sure they will. Um, I'm sure they'll fix it over time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you think, um, so Mary X Lauder in the chat brings up that the memes will make people watch Wonder Woman. Do you think that the negativity around Wonder Woman right now is going to, like, do you think people are going to watch it because of that? Mm. Yeah. Um, like, uh, yeah, for sure. I, I think that the problem is that the numbers aren't there. Like, the numbers of people who meme watch, like, I do. If you tell me, if you tell a movie has come out and it's, like, this crazy bad experience, which is what some people are saying about Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. I will go watch it to see for myself if I if I agree, right? Will you pay for it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I, I would go see it in theaters. Oh, okay. Obviously, right. it's different right now mm-hmm. um, because of the way that things work. Um, yeah. it, it really is, it, uh, but, like, that's me. I enjoy... I know that I enjoy the experience of something not being good. Yeah. Um, not 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 in a mean way, but in a like, ooh, it's fascinating. Like, how did this happen? Yes. Especially a project like Wonder Woman, where there's so many good actors involved. Um, yeah. There's writers and directors who I respect. All the potential. Yeah. So and it screwed up. <laughs> a lot of times I go into and I try and be like, where did the studio give them notes? And you know, a lot of my biggest problems with Wonder Woman are all things that feel. Like they changed at some point in the production. Yeah. Um, like it didn't start off with that, but it became that. Yeah. The, the, there, there's, there's one moment in particular in the movie where characters kind of just teleport across the globe, and yeah, the that's not really a spoiler. It, it's, it's just is a moment where like they're in one place and then they're in another place, and you're like, what? you're like, oh, how? Okay, sure. Um, and I think it was just clearly a reshoots. <laughs> Um, and in the reshoot process, they were like, we can't justify this, so we're just gonna move on. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Which happens, you know, that's not, like, yeah, unheard it of. It happens a lot. I mean, so. you know, it happens in, like, almost every giant, giant franchise. Rock Mage in the chat says, I got this movie you gotta see, The Last Airbender. We've seen it. We've seen it. Unfortunately. Yeah. I didn't um, I didn't watch Avatar the Last Airbender the animated show because I saw the movie first. And I was like, wow, this is awful. Yeah. Yeah. It was so bad. But catching up Clarus, Avatar the Last Airbender, coming out tonight. We watched the whole show and we talked about it for an hour. Is it an hour? Yeah. It's, it's, an it's hour. over an hour, actually. Yeah, it's an hour and five hour. minutes. Oops. Check that out on our podcast feed later today. But for now, let's move on to the next story of the day, which is a doozy, I think. I don't remember what it is. I'm gonna have to Oh, okay. Oh, um, this is uh, this is I, I, not good news, but I think smart news. Um, SAG-AFTRA, the union in the United States that covers uh, film and TV production, has asked uh, film productions to extend their holiday hiatus 
because they, um, uh, you know, most productions take a holiday break. Yeah. There's not really any filming over Christmas and New Year's, and then things come back the first week of January, usually. Um, and they are going to be pushing that back to mid-January now to give the this surge in COVID that's going on in the United States a, um, a couple more weeks to hopefully slow down that's as fair. they're trying to keep actors and crew and writers and everyone on set from getting sick. Mm-hmm. And, I, I, you know, it, it's not good news. Everyone wants to get back to work. But at the same time, the numbers in the United States are kind of crazy right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is the right call. I'm glad that the union is taking these steps to try and protect people. Yeah. And I hope that there isn't... Um, I, I, I just... I want I want the shows to happen. Because I, I want people to have their jobs. But at the same time, I want it to happen in the safest way possible. Yeah. And if you think about the timeline, you know, people, if they got together, like, for Christmas, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, you know... I think giving at least two weeks until after that point yeah. is definitely beneficial. Um, it sucks, but a lot of people definitely um, mingled households over the holidays. Yes, yeah. um, so we didn't. We were nope, good. We, we sat here and we built a. Y'all saw artist. what we did for Christmas. We did it live on the internet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's better for them to be safe about this kind of thing yeah. because the number of people who were not safe over the holidays is too damn high. Yeah, um, I, I think that it is smart. I, I'm glad that the union is doing it. It is just a recommendation from the union. Uh, and sag is saying most productions will not start back up until mid-January. Uh, some of them might. They're, you know, uh, these, these companies have these very extensive COVID plans. Mm-hmm. And so if a company feels like they have their own, uh, you know, if, if everything is in order within their own house and they feel strongly about returning, they can, but sag has asked them to halt. I think that the movies mm-hmm. will probably, movies don't have as much ability to, like, push back. Um, yeah. Just because of dates and locations and things. So well, they I feel probably like, booked, yeah. like, for certain dates to film, so. Movies will probably come back faster, mm-hmm. um, and television shows will probably be the ones to push back. Um, just, just based on availability, uh, movies oftentimes, you know, your stars have another movie booked, you know, your stars have something else that they have to go do. Mm-hmm. So you, you don't have, if you lose dates, you just lose those dates and you have to just film two days and one later on. Yeah. Uh, whereas a television show, they can, they have a little bit more leeway, their contract's a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, as far as that. So I'm, I'm sure that they're going to be films. I know, um, the Batman is, uh, filming through the break. Um, uh, not fully, I'm sure they've taken a few days off, but yeah, uh, Batman yeah. is still filming. Uh, and that's in the UK, but they're they're are they're on a closed set though, right? Who knows at this point? Okay, all right. I, I don't I, know. I was under that impression for some reason. But... It seems like everyone had perfect intentions, and none of them are as close. Like thing, nothing is as close as they wish that it was. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. And yeah, there's rumors coming out of that set that we're not going to talk about, but we might be talking about some Batman stuff soon, depending on how it goes. Well, yeah, if they stop being rumors. Yeah. As soon as they stop being rumors, uh, we will talk about some craziness. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, y'all, uh, I, I want to take a quick moment here. Um, uh, we, I want to talk about something a little sad. Um, we had talked last week about a Netflix executive who had been poisoned. Um, mm-hmm. and in that story, yeah, in that story, um, I, we, we did... I, I don't know. I feel like we were, uh, we're we're taken back at the situation and how like much of a movie plot it sounded like. It was a yes, lot. Yes, how like ridiculous it sounded. Um, unfortunately, I, I do I I did want to bring it up because unfortunately, Lin Key, uh, the um person who had been poisoned in that attack, uh, has now passed away. 
And wow. when we first reported on the story, he was in the hospital. Uh, it looked th like things were going to be okay from what I had read. That unfortunately was not the case. And uh, Lin Ki has passed away from that. And he is a um, uh, uh, the, he's a billionaire founder of the China-based League of Angels uh, developer Yuzu Games. Uh, he died on Christmas Day uh, after being admitted to the hospital. Um, and wow. I just I, I didn't want you know because we reported on the first uh, part of the story. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't want to let this pass without saying uh, that this is a this is a tragedy, and mm -hmm. um, you know you, you hate to hear it. I was really really hoping that um, he was going to survive the attack and um, yeah. be okay, but uh, he did not. And we just wanted to acknowledge his passing um, mm -hmm. and uh, wish him, his family, his friends, uh, our deep sympathies because that's that's tough. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's awful. wild to me. I, I, this, this whole story now is has become such an insane. Hey, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna poison my boss. I, I don't, I don't really understand who does that over video games. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I can't <clears throat> imagine ever being in that um, position. And you know, mm -hmm. I, they obviously they, they, they know who's who's done it. Well, the, alleged. the alleged, you know, we we so can't say that because yeah. he hasn't been convicted yet. But right, yeah, right. they they have someone in custody over it. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, uh, not always the fun things to talk about on the morning show, uh, but it is the news and we did talk about it. So I felt yeah. we had to update. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, y'all, we don't have, I don't, I, I, I think there was other things, but I did not download them on my iPad. So oh, I messed okay. up. No, that's fine. Um, but uh, y'all, after this, we are going to be watching the new Superman and Lois trailer. We're going to do a reaction mm -hmm. on that for our YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm excited to watch that. Um, and there's going to be, um, there's going to be a lot of content coming your way in the next few days. Yeah, yeah. So mm -hmm. obviously Catching Up Cars is coming up today. Catching Up Cars is coming up today. And uh, we have some of our best ofs. Yeah, we're, we're going to be doing some out. top five lists of the year yeah. up on the YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. um, I'm very excited for that. Yeah, Twitch yeah. clips will be coming out. This weekend? Yep. Mm -hmm. The Twitch highlights of December videos. Um, and we are going to be back with another morning show tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that as we continue to deliver the nerd news to y'all mm -hmm. from this couch as it slowly sinks in the two spots where we sit on it. Yeah. Yeah, this couch is definitely getting lower to the ground. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I can feel it happening. Yeah, we're gonna have to like flip the cushion or something. Yeah, maybe we should put like memory foam underneath, like a layer Ooh, of like foam. Yeah, maybe that might be the way to that do it. That might help. That might be the way to do it. But y'all, I think that's where we're going to end today's show mm -hmm. for now. Um, we are available to you everywhere on the internet. We have the Instagrams, the TikToks, the mm -hmm. we have a Facebook page. I don't know Twitter. Where else are we? Reddit. Yeah. OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> We're not on OnlyFans. David yet. is. Not, not yet. Not yet. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. I think you'd do very well. I, I MySpace? No. MySpace. We should no. start a nerdy netty MySpace page. Or how about a Nexopia? <clears throat> we want to have a Neopets community. So um, we might do be... We? Do we? I don't know about that. Um, but y'all, please uh, follow us across the internet. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel as that is... The, that's the community we're trying to grow at the moment. We want to get to a thousand uh, subscribers on YouTube so that mm -hmm. we can um, be a part of that partner program. It would be it would be fun. Um, Rockman just saying Club Penguin. I feel like oh, wow. I would get kicked out of Club Penguin so fast. Yeah. 
Yeah, you would. Don't people get banned from that, like, all the time? Yeah. Yeah. As far as I know. But, uh, yeah, stick around after this. We got a trailer. Yeah, if you're in the chat, we're going to be watching the Superman and Lois trailer, the first Superman television show since the 90s. So I'm very mm -hmm. excited for that. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. Uh, my name's David Webb. I'm Marielle Edwards. Do something nerdy tonight. Bye-bye.